Hello and welcome to episode six of M's Authority Podcast. Um, my name is Emma and I am the host of the host with the mostest, as my mother would say, uh, of this beautiful podcast. Thank you for being here and for having me in your ear holes and or watching me on the YouTubes and whatever other platforms you may be viewing me from. Um, thank you for being here. The first thing before I get into this episode, I'm going to be talking all things around clarity and how action actually creates clarity. Um, but before I jump into all of that, I am going to harp on about this because, again, this is going to help this podcast grow. If you haven't already, could you please like, rate and review this podcast and subscribe to it in your preferred app that you're listening to me on? That would be amazing. Um, the more reach that I can get, the greater impact that I can have, which, again, comes back to my mission of helping all women shine bright and step into their power and to stop playing small, to stop dulling down and to be their brightest, most authentic self. Um, so that would be amazing if you could do that. If you have not already, um, the other thing you could do is tag, like, share all the things over on the Instas or the Facebooks. Um, I normally like to hang out on the Instagrams. Um, so that would be amazing. But without further ado, I would like to jump on into this episode. Um, now, action and clarity. These are two things that go hand in hand. Now, as you would have listened to a couple of episodes ago around the piece that I did on radical responsibility, this is somewhat related and it's almost that next step. So once you've taken responsibility, it's like, okay, what's next? Now, I've been mentoring a few women and in our journeys together so far, it's been fucking amazing to see them bloom and flourish and make changes and step into their power. But none of this would have happened if they didn't actually start by taking action. And it's been really interesting because there's been a contrast of trends amongst these women that I'm mentoring. And the first thing is that some of the women have, you know, really been like, okay, I'm, I'm actually, I'm getting on track to starting my business, to getting to the life and, you know, living the dream that I want to live. And they've started to action that and it's been amazing. And they're like, yep, yeah, I'm just kicking all the goals and I'm on track. So amazing. And there's been a couple of others who have been like, you know, I thought I really wanted this business and I thought I wanted to jump into this head first. And they went to go do this and they were feeling some blockages come up around it. And, you know, even just being on social media and having this space to share and what actually happened, and, and this one particular woman um, who I'm referring to here, she really wanted to jump into a business. She has been raising her two beautiful children and she's been homeschooling them. Um, well, again, they're still not old enough for school, but she's been full-time mum for um, four years and they're quite close together. She's got a three and a four-year-old and she is just an amazing, phenomenal mother and has just done everything for these children. They're always out and about, like they're living their best lives. And she has, like, she also wanted to start her um, business as a doula, right? But she had all of these expectations and hopes, but in the process of being a mum, she had kind of lost herself and given everything to her children that she felt that her cup wasn't full, Right. And when we started to really work together and start to unpack, okay, like, what does this look like? What are the next steps? How are we getting this business off the, the ground? You know, you said this is something you really want to do. 
And then she went to go take action on this and she had this big epiphany, right? She, like one of her little things was to go on to her social media and to start to talk about who she is, what her story is, why she is wanting to do what she, the work that she wants to do and, you know, why she's so passionate about birth keeping and doulering. However, um, yeah, the universe kind of interjected and she was having trouble uploading these videos and then she decided that when she really sat with it, she actually was like, you know what, that's just an expectation of others that others think that I should be contributing to my household income and that I should be going off and going back to quote unquote work and or business. And she had this beautiful realization that as she was starting to take these action steps towards her goals, she got this clarity and was like, actually, this isn't for me. Do you know what I need right now in this moment? I need to have a little break for my children because again, she has been you know, with the the, the kids, <laughs> I'm losing my words here, um, with the kids for those four years and they haven't been into childcare, they haven't done anything and she is always, you know, out and about and it's just the most beautiful thing and she's loved every moment of it, um, getting to be with her children and that is just amazing in itself. But in the process, she hadn't been giving herself, you know, the own space and time to, you know, nurture her as a mama and her needs and what she needs and you know having that space and doing the things that she wants like she hadn't been exercising she hasn't um, been doing her meditations and all these things that you know before she came into motherhood were really prevalent for her and so she kind of almost it's like this thing and I know this is so common and I know if you're a mother and you might be listening to this you might be able to relate but it's almost as if as you transition from that maiden to mother you lose yourself and your identity and I think this is like just so powerful. And she literally came to me in our session this week and was like, you know what, Em, I've been thinking and I've actually decided that I don't want to have any pressure around having to go into this business. You know, financially, my husband makes enough for me to still be a stay-at-home mum. And she's like, and I can afford to put the children into daycare and I can actually take a little bit of time and just focus on me and what I need. And I was like, that is actually the best thing that you could have said because you're literally just honoring what's in your heart and what's true to you right now in this moment. And I'm sure as she creates that space and that time for herself, then she, if she does decide to, um, you know, get that business up and running, um, she will be able to give from a place of a filled cup, you know, she'll be overflowing and abundant because she's tended to her own garden and actually been able to really just focus on her for a change and too often and there's so many women and it's just a societal thing we lose ourselves in motherhood and we don't take that time for ourselves you know the days of the I think it's the martyr I I actually don't really know what that essentially means I'm assuming it's like where we kind of be that self-sacrificing putting others needs before our own Um, and you know as a mother yes there are times where we do have to be in that sacrificing thing but we can't continue to be in that for the rest of our lives. And um, yeah, this woman literally has decided and claimed like, I'm actually taking my time back and I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I mean, she did have these feelings of like, what are people going to think of me for wanting to be a stay-at-home mum still and taking this time for myself and, you know, dropping my kids off to childcare so that I can go and focus on doing whatever learnings I want to do, whatever studies. I can go to the gym. I can do whatever. And I was like, that is absolutely fucking amazing that you can do that. And don't let anyone else hold you back because if that is what is true for you right now in this moment, I am 100% backing you and I give you my blessings to go and explore all of that. I mean, not that she needs my blessings to do that anyway, but as a mentor, like she was there for kind of like business mentoring, but 
in the same token, I was like, no, this is fucking amazing. You are literally, you know, through this action, you have now created clarity that actually the business that you thought you wanted and this life that you thought you wanted, you actually don't really want it right now. Um, so it, it's just amazing. And um, yeah, that was just one example. And I kind of just went really into into that and unpacked that. But um, what I really loved about this and I wanted to share was that had she have just, you know, sort of kept playing small and just sort of she had a little following on her social media account and all of this. And, you know, she was like, yeah, I'm going to do this and start to launch in, you know, X, Y, Z in a amount of months. And, you know, had she just sort of said that and not actually started to do the work to get up and running and just kind of been stagnant and been plodding along here, she wouldn't have had that clarity um, that that was actually not what she wanted to do. So she literally saved herself months and months of, you know, what could have been, she could have been putting things off, whatever it was, to then find out, actually, that's not for me right now. So with that in mind, um, I just really want you to Think of a time when perhaps you've taken action on something and it was something you thought you really, really wanted. And then perhaps it wasn't actually what it was cracked up to be. And you got clarity around like, okay, actually next time I don't want to do X, Y, Z. I want to do this instead. And that is just really powerful in itself. But without taking the action, we are never going to find that clarity. So I'm also going to now like use myself as as an example. When it comes to clarity and for the last, I'm going to say it's been a long time, maybe the last three to four years, I have lacked so much clarity with the direction of my life, where I'm going, what I want, and like what I'm actually calling in. And, you know, you would ask me and I was like, oh, you know, I I just say the basic generic things like, oh, you know, I want millions of dollars in my bank and I want this and that, but nothing was really clear. And I didn't actually know what that looked like, how I would get there, anything like I just, because I wasn't taking action on it, right? And I, for so long, was just like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. And like, it was just some vicious repeating cycle. And I, if you're in this cycle right now, thinking that you're stuck and stagnant, the first thing that I'm going to say to you is listen to the self-responsibility episode, take the responsibility, accept that responsibility that no one's coming to save you. No one's going to unstuck, unstuck, unstick you. (laughs) Um, And it's up to you and you have to do that. And, oh. Um, sorry, I was recording this on my phone. It's telling me my phone storage is full. Um, so we might have to delete some vids on there. Um, so that's okay. Um, anyways, uh, that was a, you don't need to know that. <laughs> I'm just going to get rid of that. Anyways, lost my train of thought. Where was I? Um, around, yeah, the stagnancy. So if you're experiencing this stagnancy right now, or, you know, you're like stuck and you're like, I just don't know what's next. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I want in life. You know, that is okay to be in that place, but you need to then start to take some form of action. It doesn't matter what, because, you know, as long as you start taking action, you're then going to get the clarity and that is how it comes. And so for me, I let this drag out for years and years and I just had this complete cycle and I was just victim to this cycle of like, I'm stuck. I don't know what's next. I know that I'm not living my dream life and I don't really know what it looks like and I don't know how to get there. And really, that was just me playing small and being victim to that story that I was telling myself that I didn't know, because that is actually just a lazy way of um, thinking and not allowing yourself to actually sit with what it is that you actually want. And it's just one of those things where 
I now look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, if only I'd known what I know now and how I could have easily broken out of this pattern years ago. Um, But obviously, you know, everything is in divine timing and we learn our lessons exactly as we're meant to and when we're meant to. But if this can help somebody who's perhaps in this situation right now, feeling like they're stuck, let me tell you, you just have to create the action. And when there is action, you know, you might actually be like that other woman that I mentioned. You might actually say, okay, this is actually not what I want. And you can go back and change your mind. That's the other thing. You can always change your mind. You're never stuck in anything. Um, You can always make another decision. We are beings with free will. We can always chop and change. We are never, no matter what anyone says, we are never stuck. You know, we can always choose something different. And that's what I really want to get... Um home to you guys is that you can actually create this clarity. And for so long, I played victim to that story. And now where I'm at with life now, like I am so clear with exactly what my life is going to look like, how I'm going to get there. And none of this would have happened if I didn't declare and take action on the fact that I was going to leave my career as an exercise physiologist. And I'm sure I've mentioned this before, um, that I literally needed to declare that, that I'm leaving that because what I dreamed and visioned and had in mind wasn't aligning. It wasn't aligning to my values um, for first of all. And it also wasn't aligning to the dream, quote unquote, life that I want for myself and my family. And I declared, okay, that's something I'm going to have to leave. And I left and I obviously had other modalities and things that I'm falling back onto and had been building up as I sort of made that transition period. But again, that leap of faith and that was my action, right? I took the action and now I have never been clearer with what my vision and what my dreams and goals are. And like, there's obviously been lots of other little action steps I've taken along the way as well. And one of those things was that I was really stepping out after I had birthed Daisy you know, I got vulnerable on Instagram. I shared my free birth story and I started to notice that the traction, like when I was actually myself, that people really loved it and I didn't have to hide anymore and I didn't have to play myself down because I didn't want to have to dull myself down in my birth story because I know there's so much trauma around others in their birth stories. And I felt like, who am I to share my story um, when there's others, you know, X, Y, Z have had this trauma or whatever, and it could trigger them. And I was like, I'm thinking of them, but not actually thinking of what felt good for me. And it comes back to that, you know, we also have to worry about what feels good for us too. And so I went out and I shared it and it was, you know, really well received. And from that moment, I was like, okay, wow, like I'm really onto something here. And if I can just start sharing and being vulnerable and being myself, on my social media. And I started to do that and create value and started to talk about more about astrology, more about mindset, more about mentoring um, topics and things like that. And like everything has just grown and it's been such beautiful organic growth. I've like not um, to toot my own horn or anything, but in this past like six months, my Instagram following has doubled. You know, I didn't really have that many Instagram followers before and not that that means anything anyway, but just through the nature of what I've been sharing and the organic growth and just being authentically me, like people were magnetized to that. And I'm sure by the way I show up on this podcast, people are going to be magnetized to this too, because I literally don't edit anything. I say it how it is. I speak off the cuff. I don't even know where the episodes are going to go half the time. I don't even know how long I've been talking right now. (laughs) My countdown timer has gone on my phone now because apparently I've used on my storage. 
But um, yeah, I just want to be real, raw, vulnerable and honest with you. And as I am setting up the foundations of this business, like I'm going to want to share this along the way. And um, as I'm, again, you know, as I've taken these action steps, I have become so, so clear. And I'm going to just keep hitting this, um, hitting this, keep banging on about this to really get you to understand that until you take the action, you will never get the clarity. And for some people, you know, you can think that you know this, but until you actually embody it and integrate it and actually fucking do it, take the action, you're never actually going to know what's on the other side and what you actually like and what you don't like. And that is, you know, one of the most powerful things. Um, I feel like there was a lot of like back and forth, ramble this, ramble that. But you know what? That's who I am. And that's how my brain works. It goes like, oh, over here, ping, let's talk about this. Oh, over here, let's talk about this. (laughs) So I am just being my real true self for you guys, because at the end of the day, um, I don't have like I want to help people. And I don't really care if people like this or they don't like it because I know there's going to be some people that bitch and talk about me behind my back. And there's going to be people that are like, I really love what she has to say and what she has to share and blah, blah, blah. And I'm all here for those people. I mean, I'm here for everyone really, but, um, you know, they're going to decide whether they like me or not. Um, and that again is up to you. And yeah, it's just a really interesting place. You know, had I have not started taking action on actually getting out here and being vulnerable and sharing parts and stories of my life and myself that um, I've been quite a mysterious, secretive person for most of my life and not many people really know all of me. Um, I'm starting to really share this. And through that action, again, I've become so clear with what I want to achieve in life, how I want to help people, my mission, all of the things. And yeah, it just comes back to I want to help people step up, shine brightly, and be the best fucking versions of themselves to stop dulling down. Um, I don't know why I'm recircling back to that, but again, that's like my mission and my why. So it's pretty fucking important to me that I highlight that. Um, I don't know how long this episode has gone for so far. So I'm like, do I still continue to talk? Do I just, you know, go off the top of my head and keep rambling? Because I'm pretty good at that. I'm not going to lie. I could really you know, pull um, the fluff out of a pillow. I I don't actually know what that means, that saying that (laughs) Uh, sometimes you just have to laugh. My brain and what comes out, I just, I don't even know. Um, So, yeah, I feel like I'm just getting the rambles, so I should probably wrap this up. Sometimes um, less is more and quality of a quantity, as I always like to say. So going to love yous and leave yous. Oh, that's the other thing. It's come to me. (laughs) You must listen to this podcast and be like, what actually is going on in this girl's brain? Um, Don't worry. I wonder the same things too. Um, But we get there. We get there. Um, Now, I was actually going to speak about what's happening energetically and how are we all feeling? Now, I am recording this podcast on Friday night on the 11th of August and yesterday, the 10th of August on a Thursday, to be precise. Um, we had some really wild, um, eccentric, I'm going to call it eccentric, energies at play in the skies astrologically. Now, we had Venus retrograde squaring Uranus and that was a real doozy. Um, you know, we also had quite a few 
I'm going to try and remember this off the top of my head because I don't have the chart with me right here. But we had the moon in Gemini, which, again, is always, you know, a bit of a mind fuck for me because I'm sorry if you're a Gemini. I don't know how you guys do it. Your brain goes from one thing to the next, the next, the next, next. Very scatterbrains. Um, I mean, my brain is pretty scattered as it is. So throw in a Gemini moon and I'm just, I lose the plot. Um, so the moon was in Gemini. It was squaring Saturn. And, you know, that was creating a little bit of, not understanding or knowing how to express our emotions. We had a beautiful treen in the sky to um, Mercury and Jupiter, I believe. I think it was. Um, and again, so that was, you know, expanding communication. But then we had this moon Saturn um, square and that was quite um, challenging to navigate with your emotions and feeling restricted around that. And then, yeah, like those were sort of the minor things, but the big one was the Venus retrograde squaring Uranus. Now, this really brought up and triggered the fuck out of me. Um, not going to lie. And I know that there was many others in the same boat who were like, what the fuck is going on today? Like, this is wild. Um, children were wild, very much testing boundaries. And this is because Uranus is the rebellion. It's the activator. It's the um, planet of upheaval, um, sharp electric kind of um, energy injections into our physical reality here on Earth. And um, when there's a square, it creates pressure. And that pressure was all around the themes that we've been coming up for us in our Venus retrograde in Leo. And this is all around, you know, I spoke about this, um, I think it was in last week's episode. Anyway, as it was, the Lionsgate portal, um, I might have mentioned it before Venus. Oh, no, it might have been in the Leo season episode, actually. I think it was the Leo season episode. Um, and, yeah, like all the themes related to Venus, like money, finances, pleasure, um, relationships, beauty, all these sorts of themes are currently being um, refined and reflected for us all. And in this time, Uranus comes along and it's like, hey, just in case, like I'm just going to give you a quick little update on maybe something you missed and here it is and it's going to throw it in your face like insert whatever um and yeah pay attention to what happened on that day so for me it was just like lots of um internal rage and reactivity and it was interesting how this kind of presented and came up because um leah was you know also associated with the the ego and obviously the lion and pride and all of those things and expression and for me, what really came up was that I was still very reactive and my children were, well, my older child, Charlie, especially was really testing boundaries. And I may have told him to fuck off. Um, not the perfect mum moment. Look, I'm going to be real. Um, I do sometimes, you know, have my moments and I'm working through shit too, but there's only so much before a child only so much boundary pushing before um, he got a reaction. And that's exactly what he was looking for. And it was a really beautiful opportunity for me to witness and see that, you know, as I was being triggered, that that was actually something that I needed to look at and be like, actually, Em, you know, you did kind of fly off the handle a bit, probably could have handled that situation a bit better. And so now in this reflection period, I'm like, okay, what could I have done differently? Um, you know, the first thing is probably don't tell your child to fuck off. <laughs> but mind you... Before that, I was so calm and I was telling him and gently, like, please don't do that. You know, all the things, like, insert 50 times before I did tell him to fuck off. Um, you think he would have learned the first time, but sometimes, you know. Anyways, um, that happened. So, um, yeah, that was a bit of a doozy of a day. So keep uh, reflecting back onto what came up for you there. 
um, because that, yeah, was just energetically rough. Um, and as we come into, so this episode will be aired on the Monday, but if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, yesterday for you, as in Sunday, this is kind of weird. I'm like, it's really the future. But when you listen to this, it's not the future. It's like mind blown. Um, so anyways, if you're listening to this on Monday or any time after when this is launched, um, Sunday, the 13th. We have Venus going into her inferior conjunction of the sun where she is being reborn. So basically she, as a star, is like in the heart of the sun of Leo and she becomes like as Leo, let me get my words out. Okay, as this star is in retrograde, as in Venus is the star that I'm referring to, um, even though she's a planet, um, just bear with me here. So she now is normally in front of the sun and now what's happened as she's retrograding back, she's going behind the sun, which then means that she's going to be the morning star before the sun rises. She's the morning star. And this is an eight-year cycle for her where she becomes the morning rising star in Leo as she's been rebor- re- reborn, rebirthed um, in this Kazemi of the sun. And so, okay, you know, all of the technicalities. Now, what does it actually mean? Well, this is basically like this new energy that's coming through to us. So if we've been doing this work around this retrograde period about what is um, needing to be stripped away with our ego, you know, in terms of our relationships, money, finances, whatever's been coming up for you, um, as this Venus is now being reborn through the sun on Sunday, um, the day ruled of the sun as well, um, this is going to be like a heart explosion. It's like, okay, now what? Like we're creating this new space for the heart. What are you going to put in it? How are you going to um, move forward with this? And it's just going to be a really beautiful day. So again, pay attention to what happens because this will set us up as this Venus cycle will be for the next 18 months before she does another retrograde because Venus retrogrades every 18 months. So she'll do that. And off the top of my head, I don't know what the next retrograde, um, where she'll retrograde next. I'm assuming perhaps Gemini and or Cancer. But again, um, don't quote me on that because I haven't actually looked at the charts. But yeah, so this is this like 18-month cycle. So pay attention to what comes up for you there and just really notice like how or what is being presented to you and how you can work with this energy. And again, as always, get into the fucking sun. Um, It's Leo season, babes. It's get into the sun time. <laughs> like the sun has such beautiful um, energy to it and it's going to help you through these periods and actually align you and attune you to the energies of the stars and the sky and the sun. So that is my biggest piece of advice to you. Get in the sun and really ground your energy in with that. Um, okay, I feel like I'm just banging on now. I hope you got some value out of this. Um, sometimes, you know, I just, I like to talk and don't probably know when enough is enough. But that's okay. Um, that's who I am and I love it. And um, yeah, I am going to love you and leave you. I hope you all have a beautiful week. Um I'm saying I'm a lot now. Fuck, that's not good. That What do they call that? That's a uh, sentence filler and I shouldn't need that. So this means that I'm going to wrap up. All right. I love you all and I shall see you on Monday next week. Mwah!